What's up, party animals? Manny Laura here with another study minute presented by Fantasy Cruncher. I got three topics to start off the week. Topic number one, 180 degrees Miami, your fantasy football world champion happened this weekend in Miami. I was there. I'll get to share some stories with you guys. Cool first place for him. I'll show you how he did it. Topic number two, three mans and four mans. Yes, by far the most popular formats of lineup construction at the final. We dissect a little bit on why that happened. And topic number three, we look forward to the next million, the 1,500 million next week. Yeah, it's a massive, massive contest. Way smaller field, still 1 million up top. All that and more in the study minute, baby. Let's go. One eighty degrees, Miami. Your football DraftKings football world champion. I was gonna say if he really was from Miami, that was almost a Miami sweep at that final. As Mister Good Seats barely came in second place. What a finish for second place. We'll get to that in a second. But one eighty degrees, Miami had this almost from the get go. He'd been sitting in first place for a really long time, and we, we we've played fantasy enough to know that. If you don't really have late players that are doing much, my goodness, that is the worst sweat on planet Earth. He had, I believe it was just Conley going in that second game or in that second wave of games. Conley and Higby were the only two he had in that second wave of games. And he happened to hold on. Conley obviously had a pretty nice night and uh, Higby had a nice night on his own. Both, I think, I, I, well, at least Higby got over 100. Conley had the touchdown, two touchdowns. So uh, huge nights from both to kind of keep him up there. He scored 220.20 uh, .9, sorry, 220.9 and and beat Mr. Goodseats by about a healthy 7 points. Beat pretty much second and third place by a good 7 points. It was it was a fantastic lineup he used Mahomes, Barkley, McCaffrey, proved to be a great starting trio. Conley, Tyreek Hill, all you Snow Cheetah fans. Greg Ward's touchdown at the very ending of that Eagles game was huge for him. Tyler Higby had over 100 yards again. Boston Scott, because of PPR points, he had seven receptions, was able to get 13.5 points. And the Patriots defense, with four interceptions, got him to 20 fantasy points, 220.9 year winning score. Congratulations to him, winner of $2 million. By the way, he wasn't at the event. I believe his wife was with her, with their kids, but they wouldn't let him in to receive the trophy because kids were not allowed at the event. And I guess the significant other, the wife, didn't wasn't comfortable leaving the kids alone. Bizarre, bizarre. I don't know if that was true or not. I couldn't really tell. But um, yeah, no, no one was there to actually receive. It was a fail of a FaceTime at the podium. Uh, FaceTime wouldn't even go through. It was kind of awful, really. But Congratulations to 180 Degrees Miami. That, that's a big-time score. The battle for second place was probably the most interesting thing I had ever seen at a live final to where Peter Gibbons and Mr. Goodseats, I was proxying for Mr. Goodseats, um, were battling it out for second place. And, and it's funny how it works because Mr. Goodseats also had the combination of Higby and Conley in that lineup. So uh, he thought it was really tough for him to just kind of stay there. Um, obviously, Higby and, and Conley had pretty good games, but Mr. Uh, P Peter Gibbons behind him had Jared Goff, Kenyon Drake, Robert Woods, Tyler Higby, and Zeke all in that late wave of games. Dude, Zeke had 34, Higby had 26, 
Kenyon Drake had 42 with four touchdowns and over 100 yards, and Jared Goff had 18.56. All those guys, it was Jared Goff to Robert Woods that didn't do anything. Woods had four catches for 17 yards. It was such a sweat because anything from Goff, Woods, maybe even an extra Drake touchdown or something would have catapulted him. The blowout in Dallas didn't let Zeke get fourth quarter work, so that kind of bit him too. Like so many different things happening at the same time, and he went from one million in second place to seven fifty in third. It was such a—I I wouldn't even say bad beat. Those were two really good lineups up top, but Peter Gibbons was extremely, extremely close. What a final overall! If I met you there, fantastic stuff. Um, I, I met so many new people. I met. So many old faces again that just kind of, you know, just, just want to rekindle a little bit with. And, man, it was a really, really fun time. Kudos to DraftKings. They treated everyone exceptionally well. Um, everything was handled pretty nice, man. And obviously, being in Miami at this time of the year, priceless, I'd say. So kudos to DraftKings. Kudos to 180 Degrees Miami. Kudos to the top three, really, and everyone who made it. Mr. Goodseats, Peter Gibbons, congratulations to all three of you. Topic number two, three mans and four mans dominated, and I mean dominated, the roster construction landscape here at the finals. It was one of those things to where, okay, um, why is everyone running this, right? So here, let me give you the lowdown. I'm not going to really do uh, naked quarterbacks, but if you're trying to keep track of this, how it went down, there were 180 total entries. The max anyone could have, I think, was five or six. I believe it was six that anyone act sorry actually had, so... Um, in these in these 180 entries, 35 people just ran a basic stack. So your quarterback with quarterback or, or receiver or tight end or whatever. It was just a two-man stack was ran 35 times. A three-man stack, any combination of your quarterback to any two receivers, could be a receiver and an opponent as well, was ran 57 times. A four-man stack? 55 times so those almost came in at a third of the field a third ran three mans a third ran four mans five mans just 23 guys ran five mans and six mans just four so if you're talking what was the most popular among a really really stacked field at the live final even you know some of these guys having single entries three mans and four mans were extremely, extremely popular. We've talked about this a ton to where you have to go for the upside. Essentially, that's what you want to build in tournaments. And four-mans really allow you to do that. Interesting because there was only 180 lineups. There wasn't that many. And they still chose to run four-mans almost a third of the time. To me, that, that just screams what the optimal way of running lineups in tournaments is. Again, when you have two million up top and that's what you're aiming for, I think you kind of have to go for the highest upside. And right now, despite the early start to the season it had, four men still reign supreme, in my opinion. So if you're still struggling on what to do the last two weeks, maybe heading into the 1500 next week, you only have one bullet. Hey, four men's look like a pretty good option to me. Topic number three, this one to close out the opening pot of the week. The 1500, I just mentioned that there's another million dollar event, $5 million event. It's the main event championships next week. It's 1500 to enter. If you've ever wanted a good chance at a million dollars, there's only 3,700 people that will be in this or 3,700 entries. 
This is weird. It is 111 entry max. I'm not sure who's going to put this many entries, to be honest. But um, if you were able to win one of these tickets or satellites into this contest, this is a big one. A million up top, 500,000 to second, and third place is 250,000. You want that feel of a live final. Granted, it's not 180 entries, but you want a good feel of a, of a live final. You want to feel, you know, you know, multiple six-figure prizes. And there's five to be exact. Fourth place is 150. Fifth place is 100K. You want to really try and, and go for the home run in this thing. There's your chance. Your $5 million main event championship. It'll pay out 18%, not your standard 20. It'll min cash double your money. So that is pretty cool. And the rake... Oh, pretty standard for this type of event. 10%, right? Anytime you have 1,500, something really high stakes, they're probably raked at about 10%. First place gets 20%. That would be a million dollars out of the 5 million. And top 10 will be about 46%, which is not bad for your modern day NFL GPP. This is a really, really good tournament. Fantastic tournament. I talked about it with some of the guys at the event. They loved the format. They loved the payout structure. And if they could, if any of you guys could save a little bit of, you know, cash to kind of throw into this thing, obviously um, disposable income, not not stuff that you're counting on. A $1,500 entry into this thing would be big time. And, of course, the payout structure would really help. So you want to boost your bankroll a little bit and you have the extra money, consider this tournament. It's a fantastic, probably the best million-dollar championship event DraftKings has ever had, let alone million-dollar event this season. I really, really like this one. Thank you guys for listening. If you guys could rate, like, and subscribe, that'd be fantastic. A lot of you gave pretty good reviews on the podcast at the live final. Again, if I met you at the live final, man, it was awesome. Great meeting all of you guys. It was a fantastic event. Again, I had a great time. Streams? Do not stop. Twitch.tv slash mlaura, 12 p.m. Eastern. We'll, we, we will be dissecting as many entries of the live final as we can, including some of the winners. Hey, I still have the trophy. I'll show you guys the trophy on stream. But of course, if you guys don't want to do any of that, you're allergic to my face, my voice. It's all good, man. You can download the same podcast tomorrow. Greatly appreciate it. Take care, guys.